Today, we have Stephanie from Rochester, New York. In this episode, Stephanie takes us through what works for her on social media, what doesn't, and how her experiences in customer service translated to real estate. All right, cool, Stephanie. Thanks for hopping on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Let's just kind of jump right into it and just kind of go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Stephanie Negron. I'm a licensed real estate agent here in Rochester, New York. I serve Monroe County and all the surrounding counties like Wayne County, Ontario County. Oh, cool. How long have you been doing it? I've been doing real estate for about three to four years now. Okay. So did yeah. you, what, what kind of led you to real estate? I always wanted to buy my own properties. Like my favorite board game is Monopoly. So once I got the hang of Monopoly, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a real estate agent. I'm going to buy properties. And I had a real estate agent at the time, but I felt like I was wasting their time a lot of times. So I was like, you know what? Let me just take out my real estate license and stop wasting other people's time. Sure. So that's how you got it. What were you doing before? Uh, I was actually a waitress. Okay. Yeah. I was a waitress at a Mexican grill restaurant for a few years. Um, so I got the first hand of customer service. Customer service. I was just going to say that. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. When you got into real estate, did you jump right to a team or did you go right on your own? Funny. Um, I'm not with a team. I'm with the same broker I started my real estate business with. Her name's Damaris Rivera. We're a boutique restu- uh, restaurant. <laughs> a boutique brokerage called our realty rochester i went boutique i got a lot of kickback for it everyone's like it's going to be so hard to grow your business and i enjoy challenges so we're doing it yeah so what did you so the, obviously you know and i, I can kind of understand what people were saying right they think like oh you need a big name big name broker behind you but really you're just selling yourself so correct in so what did you use, what did you do to kind of grow your business when you started? Did you, you have that sort of influence? Did you use social media? How did you kind of start that first, you know, six months in the business? So with a boutique brokerage, and we were both learning our way in, my broker lead generation store, she didn't have any and she didn't believe in it at all. She still doesn't. She's like, all you have to do is market yourself. I don't see you posting on social media. Every time I'm like, I need a new lead. She's like, You need to post on social media. You have been MIA on social media. What are you got to teach your public that you know what you're doing? So make some more videos. So I took video more serious than just marketing by posting like a Canva post, something like that. I prefer videos. Yeah. Was that like difficult to jump into? I mean, I know like for me it was because like I had never been on camera before and it's always kind of super awkward about getting on camera, but. Did you have any kind of reservation about being on camera? I didn't. I liked the camera. I was never camera shy. There was a few moments where I didn't want to be on camera because as girls, you know, we break out. Like right now, I'm going through like one of my worst breakouts. But I don't come with the house. I don't come with the video. So who cares? They're just here to hear your knowledge. Yep, exactly. Is that what you focused on? Did you focus on that educational stuff? Uh, in terms of Absolutely. I focused more on the educational part at first. And then when I found I was having fun with it, I started just doing random stuff too. Okay. Like, was it more like funny stuff that you'd see, see on like a showing or, or just, just random stuff? Yeah. Ran, um, I started with just taking random pictures of random things at showings. And then at 
times that month when I needed something to post, I would post like all the things I saw weird at show weeks. I've done funny videos. I've also done like get readies with me, which a lot of my public enjoyed when every time I got dressed to see it. And yeah, the knowledge ones are the ones that get the most seen. Yeah. So I was just, that's what I was just going to ask you, like what types of con. So it sounds like the educational got the most engagement for you, right? Was it was it the shares that you look for, the comments? What kind of engagement did you look for? I looked more for the video getting reshared and saved. Okay. Sometimes I think I'm serving to the other realtors, probably finding concepts for themselves to make. Yep. Yeah. So when you when you go about doing your videos, do you just do it all yourself, the recording, the editing, everything? All by myself. Amateur marketing. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so did you so did you have to learn all the editing stuff or do you use Canva? Like what do you use to, to kind of go through everything, all your videos? So I use Etsy for inspiration and Pinterest for inspiration. So I'll just look up like realtor marketing and I like the inspos, so I'll just do my own thing. Um I read a book before about stealing like a thief. Mm-hmm. Stealing like a pro, stealing like a pro, I think it was called. Um just give credit whenever you take someone's ideas and inspos sure but more than anything i just look for inspiration on etsy pinterest tiktok um i'll see what's trending and youtube if i didn't know how to work something i would just go to youtube yeah yeah do you um i was gonna ask you because you mentioned something i want to go back to it um shoot Anyways, I'll, I'll think about when we're going because you had said something. I was like, oh, man, that, that's a great. Oh, here it is. So do you do any like or do you get any inspiration from anybody else online, like any realtors that you follow or um, when you're reading something like what? How do you go about getting the inspiration? You mentioned Etsy, but is there any accounts that you also follow to try and get inspiration? Yeah, uh, her name is I think it's Realtor Memphis. I know she's from Memphis. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. She's amazing. And then the number one person that has me convinced I don't have to pay anybody. I could just keep doing it by myself and learning as I go is her name is Realtor Marketing on TikTok. Okay. She's also on Instagram. She's just amazing. She tells you everything for free that you need to know on TikTok and Instagram. In the world of marketing or real estate? In the world of marketing for real estate. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. What's is is TikTok your favorite? You mentioned TikTok a couple times. Is that your favorite platform? It is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Is it do you use it as someone something to just like turn your brain off or do you use it for business too? A little bit of both. Turn my brain off. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you what what types of content? Because I feel like it's like two very different audiences, right? Instagram, TikTok, and then like LinkedIn's obviously like very, very different. Yeah. But like what types of content do you see on TikTok that gets the engagement that might not on, you know, Instagram? TikTok, it's more about the music. You got to be using the right music in the background to get the right engagement and the captions as well. I've even seen some of my videos with no captions are the ones that blow. So you can't be always posting to always get attention sometimes you just got to post and let the audience um love it yeah and that's the hardest part 
I feel like, you know, like TikTok, I feel like I'll do a video and like, man, that was awesome. And then it gets like 200 views. And then I'll do one like the dumbest things I've ever done. And it got a ton of views. So like, there's no rhyme or reason. I can't seem to figure it out. Yeah, I think that TikTok loves more authenticity. They just want to see who you are. Just be yourself. Don't think about it too much. Mm -hmm. And people love it. Instagram is a little more um, organized, I would say. Yeah. So you want to organize your videos. You want to edit them properly. You know, everyone has like a Instagram aesthetic. I've just recently changed mine to like a gold theme. I just want to be called like the golden agent. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that now. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you So with, with that whole rebrand, are you using like a content calendar now to try and keep you focused on that new brand? Or Not anything? really. I could. I could. Etsy sells amazing um, calendars for a fraction of the price. And I can, I don't take it too serious. Now, if I did, I need to hire an assistant before I do. Sure. Because it blows really quick. Yeah, it snowballs, especially like, I feel like staying consistent with it too is also like half the battle. You know what I mean? Like you can have the whole idea, but if you post for a couple of weeks and fall off with it, it's kind of, it's kind of moot, right? Yeah. I think if you post and you're really consistent with posting, always have someone consistently responding to your audience because Mm -hmm. the audience loves engagement as well. They don't just want to see your videos. They want to see you writing back to them. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciating the the love. So engage with your audience for sure. And that's big too. Like even if it isn't your audience, right? Like do you do engagement with any like any other you know, I guess industry professionals, whether it's a home inspector, attorney, or just like someone who, you know, looks like they might be a first time home buyer. Do you do any kind of engagement like that? I guess they call it like, you know, digital door knocking. Mm, I don't. Um, no, ever since COVID and I started my business during COVID season where like door knocking wasn't allowed, cold calling wasn't allowed and I made it through. So I don't think I need it right now in my business. I always dream of door knocking and all of that. So maybe soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always like tough to like kind of overcome. Like, and that's why I kind of focus on like the digital, you know, digital door knocking. Like I hate cold calling, can't stand it, you know. <laughs> so it, I'll do anything I possibly can to not do it, um, which, <laughs> you know, which I'm I'm glad I came into the industry when social media was, you know, coming around. But um, you mentioned, you know, you do the educational stuff, right? Do you do, do you, do you do scripting at all? Or do you kind of just go right off the top of your head? I go off the right, right off top of my head. Okay. How do you go about like, I guess getting, we talk about inspiration of accounts to get, like, how do you go about like organizing your thoughts? Like what you think, like, okay, this is probably a good topic. I'm going to go for this. Yeah. I think my rhythm is always catering to homeowners already. Mm-hmm. So you could pick which audience you want to go for. I like to go for the people that already have properties. So I start looking up seasonal maintenance of a home, anything that in a homeowner would be like, well, damn, I have a house. Let me stop and watch this video. Mm-hmm. So anything that like a current homeowner might be looking to do, like uh, whether they want to maybe invest in an investment property or a second home, that kind of stuff. Second home, that kind of stuff or more like, you know, it's, spring start cleaning out your filters it's winter make sure your gutters you take out the rain um things out the rain guards out anything that is just more like home maintenance if it reminds of an inspector better gotcha okay okay that makes sense 
do you um do you spend like i know time blocking is like a big thing do you time block it off yeah okay so how do you go about take me through like your weeks if, if you time block you know monday through friday do you you know spend a day you know calling past clients do you spend a day shooting take kind of through your week yeah so mondays are usually my marketing mondays i'll find two three videos that i want to post if I don't want to do marketing Mondays, I'm just focusing on my current clients list. But by Friday, I've already reached out to all my past clients, whether that is by email or by a simple text message. I have found that my past clients prefer a text message and the text message is more um, empathetic, sympathetic, just like, hey, how are you? Nothing to do with real estate. So whenever I'm catching up with my clients, I don't talk about real estate. I make it more a friendship. Like, hi, how are you? Do you need anything? Um, how's life treating you? And then, hey, talk to you back in a month or so. Gotcha. Okay. So do you do anything on top of reaching out to them via text? Like, do you follow them on social media? Or um, is there a CRM that you use to kind of keep in touch to keep your, everything organized? No, but this is this is going on Instagram, right? Yeah. So any realtors that would want to recommend me a platform, comment below which platform you're using. I currently use no platforms. Okay. Um, I use Google Calendar and I have all my database right there in my Google Calendar. They're all um, labeled by active clients, spam everyone, and um, maybe organize or plans to buy in 2024. So everyone's labeled in my Google Calendar. Okay, so that's how you keep everything organized right now. And you're in the process maybe of possibly looking for a, a CRM. I'm a budget realtor. I think that if I can go the freeway, I'm going to go that route always first. Yep. And it's worked out for me. I haven't had to pay for anything extra to get to get the right clients or to even see the right clients. None of that. So, yeah, Yeah, and, and on my side of the business, like I'm on the lending side, obviously, but on my side too, it's it, you can get distracted by all these like cool tools that like cost money. And you're like, wow, that'd be really awesome. And then you kind of get distracted by another shiny object. It doesn't get, you know, implemented the right way. You never end up using it. And then all you did was just waste, you know, money. X amount of dollars on something that you didn't even use. Right? And it's great for the realtors that are established so good that they have an assistant, a marketing assistant. Everything is separate for them. I'm a one person running everything. I do my own marketing. I do my own assistant work everything so i can't dive deep into those subscriptions because they're going to come with a lot of clients and realistically i won't be able to handle all of it right right it's like you want to grow obviously right but it has to be calculated and yes. sometimes slow growth is the best way to kind of go about it yeah and i enjoy each client that i meet regardless like now i'm getting in the habit where i'm meeting everybody through social media so i always have to tell somebody to be at office with me hey i'm meeting someone from social media i've never met before can you stay at the office and stuff like that or meeting them in public so now i'm getting in the habit of oh my god it's real clients are coming through social media only yep that, and that's a great place to be in so what would you say is the percentage of clients coming from social media when i started it was a good like 20 percent. now it's a good 40 50 percent. oh wow and that's yeah. in, what, three years you said you've been in the business? Mm -hmm. In three years. And the first 
year, I took it very serious. That's when I was more consistent. I was posting something at least once a week. Sure. Okay. So you think, I mean, I would imagine that if you plan on posting more and getting you know, a little more consistent about it, you're going to see that number jump from, yeah. so was it 40, 45% to, you know, probably upwards of 70, right? Yeah. Probably my whole business. Yeah. Do you, so, and that's Instagram and just TikTok, correct? Yeah. More, you know what? I also use Facebook. Okay. I was going to ask you, that was my next question about Facebook. Do you do, um, do you post the same stuff on Facebook too? Yeah. And Facebook is one of my favorites because it's more like community engaged. Mm -hmm. So I think in each one of my platforms, I have something different going on for myself. On my Facebook, I show more of my um, involvement with the community. On Instagram, I show more of like the glamour life. And then TikTok, you get the raw, the real, the ugly, the awe. Yeah. The good, bad, ugly, everything in between, right? All of that. Yeah. Do you um do you plan on doing anything on like YouTube? I hope to. I hope to. Yeah. That's like it's a like its own beast in itself, right? Ooh. Like Yeah. Long form content. Like that's for me, like it's super hard because nobody wants to talk about mortgages. Like it's not cool to talk about. It's not fun. There's nothing cool I can show them, right? So like I'm in this like weird spot where I'm trying to figure out what to do about like I know you need to be on YouTube and everything, but it's kind of difficult to figure out what's gonna attract eyeballs but um at least on on the, your side of the world like there's something you guys can show them it's just a matter of is is it going to keep people's attention right because like youtube they want long form you know and yeah. in short form like my attention span i think a lot of people's t attention span is is a lot shorter than that right sure. like tic you know tiktok is what you know i'm just scrolling through like when my brain's just trying to turn off so is YouTube one of those platforms like at some point you want to try and get in get involved with? Yes, even you bringing it up is I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. It I've done YouTube videos before, mm -hmm. but like you said, you want to cater properly, you want to have the right content. I am not trying to be repetitive. I like my authenticity. Yeah. And I just want to stay in that realm. Like what can I do that doesn't look like the other agent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that hundred percent. That's like the biggest thing too is being off you just mentioned you nailed it. It's like being authentic. Right. Yeah. Because people can see through the BS. You know, yeah. like if you're not your authentic self on social media, no one's gonna watch for more than ten seconds of you trying to be someone that you're not. Yeah. Right. Fake it till you make it can only go so far. hundred percent. Absolutely. So um is that maybe one of your bigger challenges is trying to tackle YouTube or is there another challenge that you're kind of, you know, seeing, you know, this year or next year? The consistency is more of a challenge okay. because editing the video is fun. Making the video sometimes is really fun, but posting, editing it and just staying consistent is the challenge for sure. Yeah. And I always had a hard time with like the captions, you know, like writing them out. So that's been difficult for me, but thank like, do you use ChatGPT at all? I don't use ChatBT yet. Okay. But I see some pretty good things, even for like listings. I'm seeing realtors use them for their listing descriptions. Yep. Yep. I actually, I did a presentation recently with a couple other agents on ChatGPT about, you know, how you can use it for listing presentations, how you can use it to write captions. Um, it's a great tool. So if you haven't yeah. used it, I, I, I hated writing captions and it just spits it out for me. And obviously you have to go through and like, 
you know, kind of correct it and make it your own yeah. words, but like the meat of it is there. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your kind of like your goals for the next year, five years, either business wise, content wise? Yeah. So over the next five years, I do hope to be more consistent with the social media and grow a bigger platform of just love and my good clients. And for myself, I am an investor. So I hope that from here to five years, and I look back at this video, Stephanie, you better have five properties. It's been five years, <laughs> five properties. Um, have I want to timestamp that. Yeah, five properties, Stephanie, in five years. So my goal is to always buy one new property every year. Granted, I am a quality over quantity person. So if I can't get a property one year, that's totally fine. I'll continue to look the next year because that's the biggest thing about investing is everyone just wants to buy something to own something. And it's not how it works in this game. You have to buy something that fits your pockets. Exactly. It's it's too much of an, an investment. A investment it's not worth the headache especially you know in, in new york state with our with our laws you know you want to make sure you're making the right you know investment for yourself right absolutely do you have any properties right now two two nice a single family two family one is a single family one is a double oh cool okay all right so five properties one per year right all right what about um Business-wise, you mentioned earlier maybe hiring like an assistant, transaction coordinator. Is that something you kind of want to do in the next five years too? Yes. Okay. Definitely hire an assistant. I actually have an assistant. Nice. We are just not in sync with our time. Mm. So is that, I have is, to hire more. Yeah, is that a challenge for you to, to try and like make sure you're hiring the right you know, people that – because it's tough to delegate. Right, because it's your name on everything and, and trying to find the right person can be difficult. So that has to be a huge challenge. That, and you also have to be very careful with like the legality of things. Like the assistant can't do too much of what I really need help in, like writing offers. Sometimes the part that I can't, I don't have time to do is like the writing of the offer part. Mm -hmm. So I do have like really good realtor friends that are always in front of the computer and I can always just be like, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks. Can you write this offer up for me? I'll give you 20. Can you write this offer up for me? And they will. Gotcha. But later down the line, for sure, I need someone that's more consistent with being my assistant. Yeah. Have you ever used uh, any virtual assistants? No. No. I just started. It. I do. Um, if you can find the right one. The one I have is her, her name's Joy. She's great. Like she's awesome. Um, and um, like what I ended up doing was I I linked up with this. Um, he's actually out in Washington, and he works with realtors and um, and loan officers. And I can after this, I'll, I can certainly send you his contact information. But please, he, he puts like you know different systems in place. You know, to help you kind of just either grow grow your following, uh, whatever your goals are, he'll kind of tailor hit the systems to fit what you want to do. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, if it's if it's difficult to find, you know, someone in house, a cut like we mentioned, I'm the same way as you, right? I'm I want to be cost efficient on how I'm going about getting new business. So, yeah, um, this might be a great way to kind of go about it with a VA. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. 
Yeah. Play over my notes, a virtual assistant. I have to give that a shot. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, we haven't even touched on it, but you know, they could also help you with paid advertising. I don't know. Have, have you done any paid advertising? No. Okay. I haven't, but I, I've seen a lot of the realtors in my, like in Rochester paying for it because they pop up as sponsored. Yep. But have you ever Googled something and you'd be like, all right, Google this, but skip the first three because it's ads. Yep, yep, yep. So kind of the same. So that's why I don't pay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't pay for them because I think of something like that. Like, I'm one of those people that when I Google something, the first three searches that pay for ads, I'm not not clicking those. I'm going to go right after, right under those. 100%. The top three in Google of the organic search results is what everybody clicks on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, I'm the same way too, right? Like, yeah, it's it's tough because, like, people have success with paid advertising. People don't have success with paid advertising. Some people have success with Zillow. Some people don't. There's really no middle ground. You're either all in or you're kind of like, I'm not even going to touch it. You know, some- no, I know realtors that pay for Zillow leads. I get Zillow leads for free. Yeah. And that is that because of how you're set up on Zillow with the reviews and everything? Yeah, because I'm consistent with my profile on Zillow. I, you know, I make sure that my sales are closing and they're under my name. Yeah. Sometimes realtors use their own name to get like double the credit. You got to make sure you contact them like, hey, I hope you close that house. Make sure you put my number there. Um, asking for, for reviews. I'm not too big on asking for reviews. But when I started my business, yes, I was really big on, hey, can you please give me a review? Now, I don't know. I've got some feedback from other people like hey you want to be careful about how you ask for reviews hmm. i don't want to like portray an image like you have to give me a five-star review but <laughs> no but like you do not <laughs> right but if my clients ask i will definitely be like oh yeah can you if you don't mind give me a review that'd be awesome sure yeah and and think about the cost benefits of how you're going about it now it might have been slower it might not have been as instant right but you don't have to pay monthly to have that success on Zillow, right? Now it's just coming back to you and, and you're not paying anything for it. Where someone who's doing all the paid stuff on Zillow, it's just gonna end as soon as they stop doing it, right? Yeah. So there's, no, it's, something, it's something that's, there's something to be said about kind of doing it slowly, you know, and the right way organically than just trying to go a hundred miles an hour right from the jump. You learn a lot as you go, and I think I wouldn't take it back. I like that I learned slow. I was able to learn my max, my minimum, and now I can handle as many clients as I can. Yep, exactly. And like, it, and this was probably the case for you too. But you're, you seem like you know you want to focus on the relationship with your client rather than focusing on the transaction, which you know, me, you and I, we're both paid commission, which can be very difficult for somebody who's just starting into this. You know. Yes. So when I started it, I did have a full-time job, but I made more in real estate halfway through the year than I did in my full-time job. So the year after that, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm quitting. I'm just going to focus 100% on my business. And the reward is bigger when you just focus on the transaction and the relationship. There's things I can't say online, but I have been shown a lot of love after a transaction. Yeah. Yep. There, those, when you do that, you know, you market to the right way to your past clients, they become like the champions for you. You know what I mean? They're the ones that are going to be sending those referrals. So. Yeah. 
So we're kind of coming up on the end here. And I mentioned this before we started recording. There's three questions I ask everybody who comes on, right? So the first one, what's one book or podcast you think everybody looking to grow their business in real estate should either read or listen to? Confidence by Patricia Shark. Okay. And what's that about? That is all about getting comfortable in front of a camera. She gives you tips and tricks on what to do to forget about being camera shy. Hmm. What What's one like trick, like one little thing that you took from that book? Um, Re-listen to yourself. Listen to yourself over and over again. You don't have to see yourself, but listen to yourself. And that's actually how she starts off is so you record yourself and just watch over the video. A lot of people record videos and they're like, oh no, I, I can't see the video when I'm done recording it. Yeah. But she teaches you how to like watch it, see what you're doing wrong in a video, correct it, and keep perfecting it. Okay. So it's kind of basically like start somewhere. Done is better than perfect, right? And Done is better than perfect. As long as you keep working at it, you're going to get better and better, right? Yeah. All right. Next one. What should everyone who is a real estate agent either stop doing or start doing? Um, every agent should start giving back to their community. Mm, that's a good one. I have not heard that one. That's a good one. Are there are, di- are there different nonprofits or um, you know causes that you try and uh, you know partake in each year? No, I don't think that it should be about like being very picky about what. Yeah. Just give back to your community. Don't be picky. Find one that resonates with you very well. Maybe um, you have a family member that could resonate to the campaign. But just give back to your community. People see it. You don't have to say it to the camera. You don't have to tell people that you're doing it. But the word does go around that you are the community agent. And that gets you far along the line. Like yeah. Far. And that, and that, I think, becoming the community agent, I think, speaks volumes to people who also uh, have a spot for that nonprofit or whatever it may be because they see that you're ingrained in the community that you care about it, right? Yes. You know, so they're going to they're gonna be willing to refer you people knowing that you care about the community that you're in and that they're in. I have stepped into rooms that I can only be honored to be in just because I wanted to be there. I wanted to help serve food to the homeless. I wanted to make goodie bags for... You know, now it's back to school. This is like the perfect time to look for schools that need help with backpacks, um, school supplies, teachers. It really gives back to the people that need it. You know, there's like a difference. There's people that, well, you can't say who needs more than the other person. That's true. But possibly looking for one that's starting. Those are the ones that are just going to like love you and promote you for free because they're starting too. Yep. Exactly. They're looking at grow just like you. So I mean, yeah, yeah, you can impact just like you. So grow with um, your community. Huge. That's a great point. That's a good one. All right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? You can find me online on Instagram at realty underscore with underscore Stephanie with a Y. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. This was great. Thank you, um, Chris, for having me. And I hope to see you around. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.